it was coming in all slow like this. See that? Coming in all slow, and the cameras are trained on. Frank, hi. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm well, Frank. You? Yeah, never better. All right. Coming in good? Coming in loud yeah, and clear? Yeah, I'm surprised I'm using... Um, I'm using... Um, what are you Chrome using? And it's, it's not causing me any problems. All right. Yeah, I got off Chrome. I don't like Chrome anymore. Chrome sucks. Uh, it's, been, it's been a disaster for me, but it seems to be working at the moment. I'm just thinking I should switch over to Brave, though. That's fine. Whatever works, I would just go with what works. Maybe um, maybe you got a good update, perhaps? Who knows? But it sounds okay from your end? Yeah, I can hear you well. Good. Okay, groovy. Coming in loud and clear. I'm just setting up the show. As you know, I set up the show. I can hear clearly now. The rain has gone. Anyone listening now, this is the pre-show. This isn't the show. You're not listening to the show, so don't get confused. Don't confuse this with the show. This is the pre-show. Frank and I are just riffing a bit, saying hi. We're doing a warm-up. We're warming up our voices. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. <laughs> right, Frank is a singer. Okay, if you're listening live in Englewood, Colorado... I'm guessing it's a suburb of Denver. There's probably no other parts of Colorado worth talking about. If you're listening all the time to the Fakeologist Show, we'd like to know who you are because you're listening all the time. And we'd like to give you a prize. So please call in tonight <laughs> and claim your prize if you want to. And I know you do. So we're just, uh, if you are listening to this pre-show, just know that if you text me your phone number at 810-666-1984, like George Orwell, or 902-400-1984, you can get a text alert that will uh, notify you when the show starts. Okay. So there's that. We got the business, some of the business out of the way. We're going to send an email out in a second. And uh, we're just getting the show ready right now for you. Everyone stand by. You're going to get the show really soon. Okay. And don't forget to call in tonight. We are looking for caller inners. Try and keep your... Uh, your call on on topic at least somewhat related and what else we got a lot of show announcements today i haven't done any listener feedback lately i should do that have you got some have you well i pile it up i just throw it in the in the mailbox it's piling up though so it might not even be relevant now it's going to be out of date but we can play some of that up to you, Frank, if you have an agenda. I do have an agenda. Okay, so that's going to be hard to get the listener calls in. Well, go, no, do the listener calls in, but I, I have an agenda. That's no problem. I, I like to, I'd like to set the scene at least for what I'm mm -hmm. interested in. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I just think it's um, a very interesting time. Oh, it's the best of times. 
<laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Did you like the German national anthem? Yeah, it was terrific, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was magical. There's something in the the tones. I, I didn't I didn't see the picture of the woman though because I was listening to an audio. Oh boy! Well, I'll. Uh... And, and I'm, you know, I'm imagining a, a um, Valkyrie goddess. I would say so. She's from Morocco, but she could be mixed. Oh, I thought you said she was blonde and amazing. No, that was the Russian anthem. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Russian anthem. Her Russian anthem isn't quite the same, though. Not quite the same. All right. I put the... Uh, Actually, if you go to BitChute, fakeologist.com, fake11.com forward slash BitChute. Yes. I wonder if that works because my, my forwarder is not working properly. You know, I always, I ended up breaking it, but I'll have to fix that later. But you might, it might work. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I should get the show going. Oh, yeah, wait, I have to open up the phone lines first. I have to. I have a procedure. Okay. Did you did that go forward? Fake11.com forward slash bitshoot. Did that do anything? So what am I looking at now? Well, you look at you put a link. Have you? Yeah, the latest video. I put up the German national anthem, and somebody already gave me grief about and, it. But have you sent me a link or something? No, I'm just telling you to no. click, type it in oh. yourself. Okay. I can't do everything for you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Come on, man. So the fakeologist blog, is that what you're talking about? No, the fake uh, they, sorry, the The Bitshoot channel. The Bitshoot channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh the Bitshoot channel, not your fakeology not the fake channel. No, because I just listen, there's a lot of people that are on Bitshoot, so we're 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 accommodating them too. Everyone gets accommodated here. Fakeologist dot com forward slash bitch no fake eleven dot com forward slash bit shoot fake eleven dot com forward slash bit shoot eleven dot com that's my forwarder service you know what have you ever heard of a, a service called bitly no oh they're shortener services okay okay here we are ah uh, Namika sings the chairman national anthem yeah Okay, here we go. Oh, you're going to play it over there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not sharing your screen, so I can't hear it, but that's fine. Do you want me to share it? Well, yeah, you can. I don't mind hearing a rendition from Australia. It'll be the Australia version. <laughs> Maybe I should just sing it, is that right? No, I so don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Screens. I don't think you should sing it. I'm going to go live now as you... As you go there. Okay, here we go. You should you should now have that. Okay, Frank's gonna share my favorite new song. Go ahead. Now the only thing is, will the sound come through? Well, if you shared the audio on the tab, you I don't think you shared the audio on the tab when you open the okay. tab. Yeah. Frank, uh, open. Well, you got to close the tab back up, and when you reopen it. Yeah. Then there's a little button to share the audio. I don't okay. know if you can see that. We're doing some tech support. 
I'll play my song, my opening music, while you're figuring it out. Hold on a sec. It's Thursday, February the 29th, year of our Lord 2024. This is the uh, day where Canada's first Trudeau crime sinister, he retired on this day, I believe in 1980-something. And, of course, he chose Leap Day of the Year because then we'd only have to remember him every four years. And not to be outdone, the crime sinister that followed after him, thereabouts, uh, he went up and died today. So rest in peace, Canadian crime sinister Brian Mulroney, who brought Canada into the United Nations Agenda 21 program in 1992. So everything that's happening... And it has been happening for the last 30 years is thanks to him. And, of course, he had help because uh, Trudeau number 1 was Canada's first real communist-slash-socialist-Marxist prime minister. He's the one that really started this whole thing. His his child now, Trudeau number 2, he's really... He's probably not even as smart as his father's shoes, but... As we all know, the leaders of all countries, they don't need to have any brains. They just know how to read lines because they're just actors because we live in an actor-based reality. So why wouldn't you have an actor running a country? Because that's what people are used to. Anyway, you are listening to the Lord's Prayer. That means it's Thursday. That means Frank the Salt Guy is on. And Frank, how you been? I've been very well. Thank you, Tim. Very, very well. Thank you. Oh, uh, you're you're so welcome. So that was the breaking news from Canada. Any any breaking news from uh, Australia? Oh, there's been um, a, a, a court case or a couple of court cases on jabbing. Mm, oh, uh, right. Demonstrating they're illegal. Oh, They've wow. They've been declared that, that uh, in Queensland there was a case where the Supreme Court there uh, has confirmed that the Queensland government uh, acted illegally in creating the mandate mm-hmm. uh, and that they were unconstitutional. And um, so that was for the... Um, yeah, so that's been big news. And another fellow in South Australia has been able to successfully sue his employer for damage caused by the jab that they forced him to have when he worked in... Um, you know, in a healthcare service situation. What kind of money do you think he's going to get, if anything? It, it's a good question, yeah. I don't know that yet. And but we'll, it's uh, we'll it interesting that there is movement on the station in the legal front. Well, that's good to hear. Hmm. Could we have predicted that? Maybe. I figured you'd Well, just... I, I, I think that I was putting forward the idea mm-hmm. that yeah. this would all come on the employer's... Uh, no, in fact, I'm sure I was. I put, I was predicting that the that the um, the financial cost of this would be start being borne by the employers. We did. I don't know if you remember those discussions. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You did say that. I, I'm going to verify that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that seems to be how it's panning out. Unfortunately for employers, that's too bad for them. I hope they don't go bankrupt. Well, that's the problem, of course. If it if it starts becoming very heavy, they'll ask the government to bail them out. 
Well, yeah, but they won't. It's not like, you know, I mean, it, de- it depends, I think, where you are. Yeah. In the uh, in the hierarchy and whether they want to support you or they want you to go down. Well, you know, it, it will be selective, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was interesting. I noticed that um, a very large mining company, one of the largest in the world, BHP. Right, where you used to work, I think you said. Yeah, I've worked there. Mm-hmm. In total, about five, six years with BHP. They are now recruiting people in an interesting way where they get, uh, well, there was a company advertising for for mechanics and fitters and so on. Right. And they they said, yeah, look, you work with us first and then if if BHP likes you after a a period of time, there's there's the opportunity for permanent employment with Mm -hmm. BHP, direct employment with BHP. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but before you can get your foot in the door, you have to be jabbed. Oh, wow. Bastards, huh? So it's interesting that uh, obviously BHP then won't be liable for the for the problems cause. That'll probably be part of the uh, employment signature. We're not liable yeah. for any... When, and it goes on, and as I said, because there's an intervening third party. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's... Make of it what you will. I'm not I'm not casting any aspersions on BHP. I'm just giving you a fact. All right. I'm looking at the Fakeologist Forums, fakeologistforums.com. And if you go down to the very bottom, I actually created a topic. Are these called topics? No. I created a forum called Australia because at the time, things were really happening in Australia. Yeah. And uh, Rachel, who is the forum mistress, who does the mostest, she actually is a post on Australian court rulings. Oh, does she? Great. So wonderful of her. You should read the Fakeologist Forum. She's very good. And she really, it's just stunning. talking about what you said. And here's a, a, Great a, news. an embedded Breaking tweet. News. The Queensland Supreme Court has just ruled that the vaccine mandates, the so-called injection mandates that held back the police or forced them to get injected, the police and the paramedics, are not legal and have no further effect. So more news is to come. Who's that little pygmy? <laughs> Justice Glenn Martin. No, that's Malcolm Roberts. It's yeah, it's a uh, the senator. Yeah. Mm, okay. He think he looks like about four feet tall. <laughs> okay, so but, there you uh, go. Short short people have got no reason to live. Is that the story? Ed? I've heard that. I've sung that. Okay, yeah. so Australia, we do have quite a few things in the Australia, Australia every everywhere, and we have a new new member, Petra L. Yeah. And um, welcome, Petra L, to the Fakeologist Forums. And um, she has something here. I don't know why it says Tampa 9-11. I hope she's in the right forum. Oh, something about John Howard. Okay, I have to read it. It's quite a bit. Something, yeah, do it. I'm interested. Something about leaky boat. What's here's the video she put in. Um, August twenty sixth, two thousand and one, was cool and bright in Australia. Okay, it's something about the refugee boats. Okay, staged event lead up to federal election two thousand one. Tampa, 9-11, and children overboard. 
Okay, I talk yes. about psyops any chance I get, and prompted by my prompted by my massage therapist wondering about the refugee boats before the election, November tenth, two thousand one. I wondered too, searching YouTube. I quickly found gold with the Screen Australia, Screen West, very deliberately titled documentary "Leaky Boat," gobsmackingly revelation of the method style R O M. They tell us the truth underneath the propaganda. So we have in August Tampa. I don't know what Tampa is. It's a boat. Oh, it's a boat. September 9-11, when little Johnny just happened to be paying a surprise visit to Washington. That's Johnny, your crime sinister. Mm -hmm. October, children overboard. November, election. Bang, 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 bang. And we can tell that Kim Beasley, leader of the opposition, was totally in on it. That's how much our elections count. Leaky boat, really worth a watch for the ROM. It does make you smile. So there's a movie recommendation. Thank you very much. So now you now you know what you can watch. And it looks like Petra L has a blog, Occam's Razor Terror Events. So we can click on that and take a look at her blog. How Major Fraud Propelled John Howard to Election Victory 2001. Isn't that wonderful? We've got a new... We've got a new um, contributor. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, look, very high-quality production she's putting up there, isn't she? Yes. So for anyone interested, oh, and there's 433 refugees. 33 is the magic number, of course. We're not gematriists, but 33 is nothing to do with gematria. It's just a magic number. Multiple of 11, specifically 33, it can be uh, discussed in so many ways, but it's definitely what we call hoax code, where they put a number there to sign it, like Mason Feedy, like graffiti for Masons or or insiders. So there you go, something very interesting. Wow, quite a bit here. We do have many great members here at Fakeologist and Fakeologist Forums. We've so, one of the things about this website, I don't think we promote enough. I know Frank appreciates it. We have a blog. We have forums. We have our own video platform that is supported by you, Fakeologist, Fakotube.com. And we also have a Discord server that uh, we contract out to Wild Times, who runs it for us. And... Um, what else do we have? We have a show every uh, almost every night of the week. We have audio chats. I was just about to post 11 more hours of audio chats, and this is where you can come in and talk about fakeology without being too harshly talked about or talked talked with because we all understand you have a fakeologist bent, and we put up tens of hours just this last week. And really, uh, I have to give my hat tip to... Toby's Freedom, who's a Copenhagen savant in a way. He's a slow adult by his own admission, but he can start off a conversation and uh, just do a fantastic job of it. So I want to shout out to uh, uh, Toby's Freedom. And of course, uh, anyone that listens closely knows exactly how his audios start out. I'll, I'll, play, I'll play the beginning of tonight's audio that I'll be posting shortly. Hello? That's just about it. <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm an I'm an bra. See, there you go. That's my. That's his intro. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hi, Toby. 
So there you go. So if you want more of that, just go to fakeologist.com forward slash podcasts or search for Fakeologist Show or Fakeologist Audio Chat on your favorite podcast player. Typically, or 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 better, that you have a Podcast 2.0 compatible player like Podcast Addict for the Android or Overcast for the Apple iPhone. I use them both. They both work. So there you go. Okay, Frank, that's enough self-promotion for myself. Fantastic. What's your agenda? So my agenda was following on from the discussion about court cases and Mm -hmm. various other things that are happening really in the world, I guess, about um, legislation. I um, Essentially what I'm noticing is that the mandates, the laws and so on don't seem to be able to survive the court system. Mm -hmm. There's also a whole bunch of stuff being trying to be brought in by the World Health Organization in Australia. Okay. As as well. But because of the the way the Australian constitution has been drawn up, which relies on uh you know, for any that constitution doesn't allow Australia to make treaties outside of the without the approval of the um English Parliament. Um and so it turns out and then, of course, there's been other acts of parliament that have brought in that have effectively terminated the arrangement between Australia and the British Parliament, English Parliament, UK Parliament, whatever. I'm not sure what all the other names mean, but I suspect that's a problem as well. But um, the net effect of it is is that there's no clear pathway for changes to be wrought to the legal system in Australia basically from sort of the 1970s on. Mm-hmm. So the net effect of that is it, from a legal point of view, it appears that, that we are immune from real changes. And, and what that highlights to me is that we are somehow in some kind of protection going on. Mm-hmm. And I have spoken a lot about the idea that we don't know where we are or in the timeline, but the legal system rests on um, Christ, his return, his crucifixion, and his ultimately freeing of us. Yeah. And and um, the idea is that Christ returned to, to heaven, the current, I guess, um, religious church point of view is that Christ, uh, we're waiting for his second return, and until that time comes, you know, we are told that Satan is in charge of the world. All right. But the thing that's catching fire, I guess, and and um, I'm, I've been talking about it for several years, but now it seems to be really taking off the idea that uh, Christ has returned, that there was a thousand-year reign, mm-hmm. and that um, Christ is now still on the earth with his with his, um, you know, appointed saints. But we are in the time of deception, 250 years, or sorry, a season of deception where Satan has been loosed from his chains for a while. Mm-hmm. But the point of the of the story is 
that Christ is still in charge. So I'm, I'm really raising here the fact that this model, in my opinion, explains a lot about our existing situation where governments and uh, are largely trying to drive people into undertaking stupid acts, really largely through trickery and deception. Right, yeah. And that I'm suggesting, as I have continued to suggest, that is that um, understanding the Bible and understanding the authority you've been given by uh, in this story, whether the story is true or not, we simply don't know. But the but the reality that I'm experiencing, uh, in my opinion, is being very clearly explained by mm-hmm. the idea that Christ returned in in that generation. You know that the guys that stuck him in the side with spears would still be alive when he returned, and he destroyed the world as it was. Mm-hmm. And um, we've had a thousand years. The timeline's been a bit messed up, and that um, you know the Reformation, the um, what do you call it, the Renaissance. They all coincide with the the rise of, if you like, Jesuit thought, the introduction of the spinning ball model. Mm-hmm. Evolution, etc., etc., deception upon deception. So, I think one of the things that you observe when you visit the Fakeology site is that we are living almost entirely in deception mm-hmm. of every kind. There isn't, as far as I can tell, a single piece of what we accept as, you know, modern science, modern medical stuff, history. None of it seems to have any thing other than deception involved. Mm-hmm. And so what I've, there's a couple of sites at sort of starter videos that come up. There's um, certainly two very relevant um, uh, videos that I'd like to have brought to people's attention that, um, that I think spell this out very well. All right. Where well, are they going to share their screen? Yeah, 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 I can do. And make sure you share with the sound if you want to play any audio. Yeah. Okay. I've just got to. And don't forget, you can call in 810-666-902-400-1984. We have an answering machine again, so you'll be in a queue. It should announce that uh, the, the hold time and the queue position and all that good stuff. And we will pick up your call. We will answer your call. You can talk about anything, but pref- preferably something relevant to the conversation is always a great idea. So first of all, I'll just post the, the link here and then I'll start to share a little bit of the. So this fellow is a very well-known YouTuber. Truth is stranger than fiction. And um, where's he based in? I think he's based in the USA. All right. Uh, so the topic tonight is I'm putting forward my view that we are living in a time of deception and that the uh, that the, the remedy exists in understanding where you are biblically and what your where your strengths where your your um, power resides and um, the model I'm suggesting is that 
it's simply prayer, understanding how the legal system works in your country and the remedies that are there that you can apply at any time. Protected because Christ's kingdom is still existing and that Jesus Christ is the king of this world, not Satan. And the links to that and the demonstration of how that comes about uh, I think are explained very well, for example, in this um, got to find the how to get to the uh, and um, okay, here we go. So and let's thank uh, caller in or Diana for her donation tonight. She made a donation as the show's going on. Thank you very much, Diana. And I also want to thank Diana for providing an introduction to me to one of the guys that I link here mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Um, just um, go ahead and play it if you want. Well, this is not the one that Diana linked to me, but um, I'll yeah. just play a little bit of it. Okay. God-given rights. Ooh, and, that comes and they're good. all they're all kind of have truths. Oh, oh, it's blasting! It's good. <laughs> Very clear. Sounds coming through. Very clearly. In a way, they're all kind of perversions of legitimate aspects of the gospel, of the good news, that yes, God has given us free will to choose. God is the one who gives us, quote-unquote, freedom of speech. He allows men to blaspheme his name every single day and to question everything he's made and everything he's said and everything he's done, to question his character, to question the Messiah, He has given us the freedom to pervert the truth of Jesus for 2,000 years and to just come up with all manner of mingling of the beautiful truth that sets us free with occult doctrines and Gnostic lies and hermetic delusions and alchemical fantasies and CGI nonsense. So much for the eagle cam. It is pretty crazy. Like, how, how can the world be so dark you know, have elements of such darkness and, and true, pure evil, but also be so comical and absurd at the same time. I guess this is what the Bible talks about, like foolishness, where it's so deadly serious, but also so, like, the folly. Is he of, making fun of the moon landing uh, this week? He is making fun of everything. So bottom line, if okay. for those... He's really... what, And this whole... The, one of the, the point that I like about this particular video is that he ties in the founding of America, how the Masons were mm-hmm. were basically in charge of everything, that the Statue of Liberty was originally intended for the Suez Canal and ended up at the um, at the USA. It's it, it just highlights it very clearly how um, you know that USA was really founded from the Masons. And he ties in, he brings in a lot of uh, Walter Booth's work connecting the Freemasons and the Jesuits. So it's a particularly good... Um, it's not the Jews? <laughs> not the Jews uh, again? <laughs> We're going to have to rename the show, Not the Jews Show. <laughs> well, again, it's a... Um, I guess the idea is that all of those, all of those people that are trying to hide... You know, the reality, the reality is that we do not live on a spinning ball. You know, we we are surrounded by 
false um, threats and people that people believe. For I mean, the, obviously the 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 COVID thing was you know completely ridiculous. You know, it, as we've talked about in statistics and so on, the registered deaths for Australia and Victoria in 2020 were at their lowest ever. Yeah, you've said that many times. You know, it was. We should go back incredible. to 2020. Yeah. If you want to live. Well, uh, or or again, just stop believing that the the science so-called, as the Bible says, the the Bible is providing you with the remedy, and and this idea that we're waiting for the return of Christ, I think, is the thing that's been challenged now. And there are many people that are talking about us, but this this second fellow, understanding conspiracy, has a whole bunch of videos and um, and audios where he highlights this idea that the millennial kingdom has had its time um, and that we are basically in uncharted territory where there's, there's, there's a few things talked about, but, um, yeah, it's quite fantastic. This, this concept. So I, that's the issue that I wanted to, I mean, my main uh, interest in raising it was first of all to give people my view of what the value of these ideas were and more or less to, to, to tell you that it's the next big thing in, in the uh, conspiracy world, I think, is this idea that the millennial reign has been. Yeah, and with that, I'm I'm hoping we can get some caller inners to discuss. All right, what's the second uh, video you put in there? It's uh, I'll just and what's the one Diana recommended? Uh, it's this isn't. I will send you that one that Diana recommended, but this is one from the same channel that Diana recommended. Okay, and uh, right now people are looking at how to take care of your penis. .wordpress.com. That's Frank's website, in case you're wondering, and I'll put a show note to that. And, and I've just... had a few great comments lately on that site, mostly oh. about salt. Which oh, is... good. So make sure you tune in and check out Frank's website there. I'll just play a little bit of this um, episode so that I, I sh presume I share yeah. the audio. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Shoot. Truth or therapy session. Yep. Steps. I, I see the strings attached, but I think for some people they might have a little bit of a struggle, you know, if they're just kind of passive or casual consumers of understanding conspiracy, you know, to really solidify it. So basically I want to start all the way back <laughs> to the beginning of creation. <laughs> and, uh, so in your work, you talk a lot about the Garden of Eden, right? What it was, you know, we can hypothecate, and then how Nephilim kind of, that's where they begin, right? They start coming down. So maybe we can start there. So based off your research, you know, what was the Garden of Eden? Like, are we talking a spirit realm here? Are we talking on Earth? Are we talking timelines? You know, from your research, Walk us through. Let's start there. Hmm. Well, okay, so I won't continue on, but what I will 
suggest to to you is that from this point on, the idea of they they tie in guys like Jeremy Zinsky, which we spoke about last week. Um, they tie in some very uh, well-known uh, theologians and their understanding of you know what demons are, mm-hmm. etc. And um, essentially, you know, the Bible describes a world that was really just in total chaos, and you know, it was brutal and murderous, essentially until the time of the of Christ's um, time, and when he was uh, um, crucified, and and in that sense, the idea is that Christ has redeemed us, and in my opinion, even in this if you like, this time of deception, mm-hmm. living men and women still enjoy an amazing life. Oh, you know, yeah. We, we experience, um, you know, we have food on our tables. We live in, most of us live in great houses. You know, we we get to enjoy ourselves. And, you know, I, I would suggest that, you know, the vast majority of people, the only threats I have are the ones they imagine for themselves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, and you know, tying in the early discussion about the legal cases going on in Australia and the, you know, the realisations about um, the actual threats. And then we just talk about at large, you know, are there nuclear weapons? No. Are there any real viruses? No. No. It, are there asteroids likely to come down and crash in and, and destroy us? No. No. The, are, is there going to be an intercontinental ballistic missile? No. No. Where do we where do we stop and start? I, you know, that's really the the summary of this of this um, of what I'm saying here is that there is a biblical model which I think explains our current predicament very well. And I think that um, it ties in all sorts of things like uh, I know that Wild Times, for example, is very interested in the Mandela effect. And oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, the idea that Bibles are being changed. Well, the Bible does describe that. And he, I have to say that Brian gave me a couple of very interesting examples where he was asking me a few questions and I – gave my recollection and then he he said oh well yeah well you're answering the same as everybody else but look this is what the book says now Mm -hmm. and even in my printed version it says that so sure i'm open i'm open to all of those supernatural ideas and um and because i think prayer is supernatural and in my experience of the last five six seven or eight years you know i can I can only continue to highlight those things. Now, really what I'm suggesting is that, (laughs) if you like, my interpretation of psychology is all the stuff that we think is nonsense is correct and all of the stuff that that we're told is correct by our education system, etc., is nonsense. Agreed. Yeah, and I and I hope we can get some caller inners to discuss. In the meantime, I'm happy to hand back to you or play Namika sings the German national anthem, <laughs> which is quite beautiful. 
Yeah, it was fantastic. But, but again, we look at we look at the buildings. You know, we look at some churches that they say are a thousand odd years old. Those buildings are unbelievable to me now. The things that I accepted in my twenties as oh oh yeah, whatever. But some of these constructions are beyond the pale. They're quite incredible. Yes. Now, let me just uh, remind people, I have another blog called allshotsclot.com. Now, I know people are probably not completely familiar with the term blog, but this is what people used to consider social media before what we have now, YouTube and Instagram and TikTokie. And I, I keep my stuff on the blog mainly because I own the platform and I own the data, and I'm not going to be censored. The only trick is to find the blog so you have to actually bookmark it on your on your phone or on your your desktop or if you use brave browser it'll synchronize all your desktop book or all your bookmarks and here there's a guy named Denny Rancor he's French and I think he really speaks in the same vein as Frank does because he studies excess mortalities excess deaths because it's the only thing you can prove. And well, I thought he studied deaths. He doesn't really call them excess. It, it's how I interpret well, what he's yeah, he, yeah, uh, yeah. All sorry, all cause mortality. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. We're here yeah. at International Crisis Summit Number Four here in Romania. It's November the nineteenth, and an honor to be here with Dr. Denis Rancour, Dr. Marine Baudin, and Dr. Jeremy Mercier. They have written a stunning paper that the world should know about that says that the COVID-19 mRNA genetic injections have killed 17 million people. Yep. Absolutely stunning. Can you please tell us more about the... I don't like that number, 17. It's the death number, but okay. It's mm. it's a pretty big number, isn't it? Yeah. Either way. Paper. That's the global number. Uh, we studied many countries in Latin America and in the equatorial region, so we have a representative sample of the world. We All right. Time, 46 We, we have seconds. a caller in her, Frank. Whoa. Hey, hey caller in her, where are you calling from, and what's your first name? Hey, this is Dookie Foot from Arkansas. Hey, Dookie Foot. Hi, Dookie Foot. It's your Thursday hey. caller in her. Good stuff. How you doing? Welcome back. I'm pretty good, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, um, I'm probably about two minutes behind on the screen, and for some reason it always, it sometimes it'll repeat, and okay. then it just makes me get slow behind the screen. But that's all right. Sometimes anyway, there's a delay. We use that so yeah, we can censor callers. I just I think it's the internet browsers on my phone. All right. Aren't things? Isn't life here. slower in Arkansas anyway? Uh, no, not really. Oh, it's fast paced. Okay. It's pretty fast paced. I looked at uh, I, I a lot of people liked your discussion about Walmart and Bentonville, and when I looked at the map of Arkansas, Bent that that corner of the state is barely in the major part of the state. It's almost like it's in the other states. It's so far out of the way. Yeah, it's it's um like where Bentonville is. It's about thirty minutes from Oklahoma, thirty minutes from um. Yeah, it's really nowhere near the heart of Arkansas, which I consider Little Rock, at least. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's got some major, some major expressways and stuff like that to connect everything. And you know, it's the middle of the the country. Yeah. So it's easy to distribute their goods, I guess. But yeah. I mean, while we're on the topic of Arkansas, I had a, I've remembered that uh, we're talking about Tyson's is also headquartered here too. Right. They were found guilty several times of bringing in truckload after truckload after truckload of illegal aliens to work in their uh, to work in their. Uh, what kind of trucks uh, were there? I love trucks. Were they, I hope they weren't <laughs> cattle trucks. Well, they were, you know, 52-foot-long trailers. I know, but do they have seats in them, or do they have to stand in stalls with the rest of the animals? Probably just, sit, probably just standing around. Or, you know. Well, I hope that's sure not a true empty. story. That's pretty gross. Well, according to the, according to news, it's true. You know, it's hard to take anything that they say seriously, but yeah, yeah they've been found guilty numerous times. Yeah, I got a map of Arkansas on the screen here. It's yeah, quite the state. Yeah, but anyways, I was calling in about this topic, mm-hmm. and uh, I think once you realize that pretty much the whole entire world, other than certain uninhabitable areas like deserts and stuff like that where you just can't grow anything, I think pretty much the whole entire world it could be considered the Garden of Eden. Because God has given us everything absolutely free of charge. Mm-hmm. And once you know that that's there, like, I mean, literally, if you wanted to, you could just live on dandelions and water. You know, it'd be kind of sucky. But every everything that we need has been provided to us. It's just a matter of learning what, well, it's all about learning your environment. And knowing what you can do, you know, you don't need a fancy house or anything like that. Yeah. As long as you know that everything you need is free, like the sun, absolutely vital, and it's here every day, no matter what. So, and then like that's absolutely correct, Tukifoot. Absolutely correct. Everything we have comes from God, and He gives it freely. And it's all free, and and it's unlimited supplies of it. Yep. Like, I don't see anything ever on this earth ever running out. Like, you know how they always claim this is the blue planet, and it's like 90-something percent water, but there's we're we're in a water scarcity. Like, come on. It's, a, it's an obvious <laughs> lie. Yeah, that one, that's a tough one. I don't know how they can sell that lie. That one's crazy. Dude, it's, they're selling it to, to the – dude, I don't know how they're getting away with it well, either, but people are, have just gotten that – uh, that well, again, bi- biblically, Duke of Foot, you know, that, you know, it says uh, our Heavenly Father has given reprobate minds over. Give them their reprobate mind. Hold on a second, please. Let me turn this off. Yeah, you might have to turn the stream off there. Yeah, Arkansas really is in the middle, really in the heart of the U.S., well, a little to the, uh, yeah, a little to the south east of the center of the U.S., but, uh, yeah, Kansas is more in the geometric center as we uh, check the map here of Arkansas. That map turned off. All right. So what are you it's certainly in the center have... of the population, though. Say that again? Well, I was just saying that Arkansas is mostly in the center of the U.S., a little off to the southeast of the center, but it's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty much dead center, especially the area that I'm in right now. 
Yeah. The, the northwest corner. Yeah. Pretty much mid center. Yeah. So. And you know, but. Yeah. So and then like so and then also what Frank was talking about with the uh, the nukes being fake and all these disasters just being completely unreal. It's a freeing once you know these types of things are fake. Yeah. You're free. You're set free because you're not held captive by oh God at any time. The whole world could just blow up from some madman pressing the button. Yeah. And once you know that they can't do that, you're free. Yeah. Like you don't have to be you're not held back by fear. And fear is their main tool that they use. They get you scared and then they provide a solution for you, which is and all their solutions. Not just, it's, it's, it's not just fear; it's the fear of death. Yeah, well, no, nobody should be afraid to die, though. Exactly. That's the point. D- dying is is natural. Everything dies. Nothing has ever survived on this earth forever, yeah. except the earth itself. So. Yeah, I got a question in the Faco Tube chat for both of you. It mm-hmm. says Steve eighty three says, "Do you subscribe to the idea of a thirteen month year?" split into 28 days per month and the way out seasons and sky clocks aligns to this symbiosity i i i'm for it plus yeah, there's one I, plus I, there's one day a year that doesn't fit and that's a day off i don't know if that's new year's day or they just a day well, for off for what it's worth i i subscribe to the enochian view of the calendar which is okay which is that each there are gates where the sun, six gates where the sun passes through every 30 days and there's a day of transition between each gate. Okay. Would that be a day uh, off every 60 days? It's a, yeah. Well, it's a, I guess they run it as a, as a Sabbath, but yeah. But the, the Book of Enoch describes the working of the calendar. There are many guys that, that have a, an Enochian calendar, which is 364 days, it turns out. Yeah, I tried to understand Enoch, uh, you know, when they were showing him the, the windows in the heavens and all that and where the winds come in at and and all that. It was a little too much to take in. I should probably I should probably look at it again. But uh I don't remember there being a, a certain calendar there, but I do I do put some stock in the twenty eight day and that April Fools day is the real first of the year because that's when life begins you know for the for most of the uh for most of the country you know it it, but see it doesn't apply to the whole planet i guess so who knows oh it does we're so in the dark well we're so in the dark right now about just all of it who like who knows what time we're even in right now it's kind of like in the matrix where they're like, oh, I, you thought you were in the year 1999. It's really whatever, and the sky is all messed up, and they're sleeping and dreaming yep. of their reality. Yep. So, and that's exactly what the TV is. That's the real matrix. Yeah. But that's the that's the reality that they try to pull over everybody's head. And yeah. So the web the websites that I was talking to about one of them really puts a lot of time into the. Uh, you know, it holds stock in the work of the Russian mathematician who showed that, you know, basically years have just been added in. 
through duplicating the story of kings and or whatever in one country and putting that in another country, but it's the same story. Um, okay. You know, the discussion of, of of the how history is created by Scaliger, and he was you know another Jesuit, and the whole thing's just a hoax. You know we've got we've lost track of where the timeline is. Um, and so we don't we don't know where we are. And, and the, the the point I was making about the my introduction today is that there are numerous people now putting forward the view that that the Bible being true, Jesus Christ did come back in that time. That you know it's seventy A.D. What we call seventy A.D. when the when the when the temple at Jerusalem was thrown over by the Romans. And then Jesus came back and destroyed the Roman Empire. That's why it's buried under 20 foot of, 30 foot of mud. And that why we have all these buildings. A thousand years of, of Christian reign took place. And now we're in the, in the time of deception. Okay. Okay. So I got a question for you. How, how do you feel about these people that say that there's a cycle on earth i think it's like 10,000 something years maybe 12,000 years yeah i'm years. not i'm not um i'm not a prescriber of that uh, sorry i'm not okay. enrolled in that idea i i think the okay. i think the biblical explanation is better as long as you understand where you are on the timeline okay because the bible already explains the cycles and how there's nothing new under the sun but ultimately it's going to come to an end there's going to be a a day when, when 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 I say it's going to come to an end, there'll be a, a major reset where where uh, we're all judged by the heavenly Father, and those that have accepted the gift of of being saved by Christ will remain in the in existence, and the rest will disappear. Okay. Yeah, because I was listening to somebody earlier today talking about how we're in the ascending path of a de- of a descending cycle, and that next yeah. year we're, there's supposed to be some type of cataclysmic event where most of the people on Earth are going to die. Not again. And yeah, yeah, it's it's one of them. I mean, and it, honestly, the dude wasn't trying to sell fear or nothing. But he was just—he was like looking at these ancient texts and stuff like that, and I don't know. I'm not a subscriber, so I only got to listen to the first hour. And uh, but yeah, I was wondering what you thought about cycles. Well, I guess I, I guess I think I guess my current view is that you know the time is is at hand for it, 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 even if that cycle idea is there, um, is different. You know, I've almost come to the same conclusion that the um, the moment of reckoning is, you know, very near. Very near. Well, well. So allegedly, according to this guy, once we start ascending to to a point, the virtue level of everybody will just increase almost on a day by day basis. After, of course, after the major cataclysm. And perhaps that's the heaven on earth type of thing. Yeah. That? Oh, sorry. That was just my browser. And there's another caller in her coming in too. So. Heck yeah. 
Well, y'all can feel free to take the other caller in or. Yeah, we only have 10 more minutes. So yeah, if you don't mind, I want to try. Now yeah, that I have this new, now that I have this new service on that I can see someone else holding. So. Well, Dookie, yeah, thanks well, for calling in again. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Any, yeah any, any time, Dookie. All right. Y'all have a good night. Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll Hold time. 37 seconds. Okay. Hello. Caller in. Your name and where you're calling from. Hi, Ab and Frank. It's Diana. How are you? Oh, we're Diana. well. Very grateful to you, of course. And your donation. Yeah. Thank you. No. You're Diana C., I think. Yes, it's my pleasure. Hey, I wanted to tell you, Ad, when I was listening on hold, it sounds like a Frampton, a Peter Frampton concert. The um, the guitar and stuff. It sounds like a Frampton. Oh concert yes, album. I think there's guitar music. I haven't heard it. <laughs> it is. Well, sounds hopefully like... the new phone system will make it a lot easier for caller inners. Yeah, you have to press one to talk to you. It says for you, and then two is for the audio chat. That's right. We do have an audio chat going on, too. You can always call into there. So there's two ways to communicate, but I try to make it simple. But, yeah, hopefully a new system will work out because now I can see when there's a another call coming in so I won't you won't stay on hold for your forever. Yeah. Frank, I wanted to tell you that I, I think this, topic is a, is very complex for people. That's probably why uh, a lot of people don't call in or make comments because I think they have to mull it over for a while. You know, it's sort of like a oh yeah a, a paradigm shift. Like, I had it an is. outer body experience when I first heard about it. I I, really? I literally felt like I left my body. Yeah, the, wow. the concept. Yeah, it, it never occurred to me about the that we could be living after you know, the millennial reign. And when I, I heard it, I think on YouTube, maybe from exploring Tartaria, I, I forget what, what, but I, I had like a outer body experience. I was weirded out by it completely. And I had to think yeah. about it for a while. It's hard for me too. It's a, it's a tough one. It's not, it's pretty esoteric. It is. And it's almost at the highest level because you almost have to go down all these other rabbit holes to get to this one it's almost like hard to start at this you almost have to do years of of like research and thinking before i'm not saying you can't do it but i I think it's a lot it's like a massive top it's strange as i said i i i i think um it's really going to be the, the hot topic it's it's I think it's going to be bigger than the Mandela effect for sure. Um, yeah. And I, I just yeah. find it very logical. As I said, I just think because it, it uh, seems to be consistent with everything that I've um, changed my mind about in the last decade, you know, nuclear weapons and, well, salt even. <laughs> you know, the Bible mentions salt over a hundred times, I think. Make sure your uh, your offerings are well salted. Yeah, and he says that he's the salt, you know, and to to for us to be like salt. Yeah, be the salt. Be like salt, yeah. 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 And it's, so it's... and so I'm just I'm just finding and you know, the idea 
that everyone's been waiting for the return of Christ for 2,000 years when he said, this generation shall not pass before they see me return in the clouds. And, yeah, you know, he several... said all kinds of ways. Yeah, like um, when he was talking to Peter towards the end and he was telling him about what he was going to be ex- to expect about being martyred. And then Peter asked about John, who was following behind them, and he's like, "What if, what if he lives till I come back? What is it to you?" So he again was talking about him coming back, you know, because John did live the longest, and yeah. um, I, I do believe that. And I, I took when I read the Bible, I didn't fully read it until I was forty years old. I would read it in church bits and pieces, but I read it like a book when I was forty, from beginning to end. And I took it to be true. That's what my mindset was when I was reading. And he does. He says, "I'll be, you know, this generation." And and he he you know, he's talking about warning them and uh, um and the things that Paul writes about. And so I I do I think there it's literal that they that he really was coming back soon that he wasn't gonna make us wait two thousand years because he. His word is truth, and he, he's not exaggerating. And it's interesting how how hostilely this topic is received by the mainstream church. You know, there are people that are thrown out of their... Well, allegedly, there are people that are thrown out of their congregations because they raise this topic. Well, yeah, I don't... Uh, I mean, I've raised this to my friends and things that are also Catholic, and I, I still have them. But it, it's, I think it's just such a strange topic that it's, it's just, I don't know if they got thrown out. I know, I think you might have been talking about Paul that from that um, understanding conspiracy, but sometimes, Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you don't want to bring that up right away when you join a church, you know, but. And, I, and we don't even know if we're right. It's just that it, it looks like it's pointing in that direction, but we, you know. But it's certainly an interesting topic of discussion. I mean, if you want to, if you really want to revive interest in studying the Bible, what a great way to do it. You know, you would have thought instead of having empty churches, I think people would find this topic just incredibly interesting to find out how interesting is the idea of of this possibility that, that Christ returned. Well, yeah, it makes everything interesting. It makes the past more interesting, interesting than just about wars and us killing each other because such and such king hated such. You know, it makes it way yeah. more fantastical, our history and that these yeah. these buildings. And, yeah, and I all of this stuff real. About, about how cruel God is. You know, he sent in people to kill these people and every man, woman, child. And, you know, the idea that he did that, you know, maliciously as opposed to doing it for a particular reason to get rid of corrupt flesh. All of these nuances become alive once you understand this story, This, you know, what the whole basis of why God did the things he did without well, the full like, story. Yeah, it like cracks open your imagination to to this fantastical world that, probably really was and that we're told a boring story of our history like uh, you know it's so boring a lot of it but i don't think like god is so creative and 
um, yeah, it shows like his creativity and, but I think just from reading some of the stuff in the Old Testament, it's majorly understated. Like when he he was saying all flesh was corrupted and we sinned against the animals. I think he was understating. Like I think horrible things were happening. And like you said, it might pique people's interest. Like I think crazy stuff was going on before he finally flooded the world. You know, I, I and crazy he's stuff. Being, yeah. Yeah, like crazy, fantastical, strange, bizarre, maybe futuristic, because you know how it says everything. There's nothing new under the sun. So, you know, wild stuff might have been going on and, you know, stuff that our our imaginations can't even dream up right now. But, um, yeah, it, it, like you said, it would interest people because it just, oh. it's not mentioned in the Bible because it's not the detail doesn't need to be there. I think he's just trying to get certain points across. But um, And one of the concepts that, that I guess um, fascinates me the most is the idea that the people living now have lived before and that we are part of the second resurrection. Well, I heard you say last week, I had to listen to it a couple of times. So your thoughts are that, we are come, we come back again and again until we get it right. Like, are you well, that wasn't me that said that. I th- I think we get three chances in our first life, yeah. which is, in my opinion, gone. You know, either either before the flood or after that, and and then the second chance. It, we're, we're getting now. We're all getting a chance to hear about the story of Jesus Christ and our salvation. And some of us yeah. are going to accept it and some of us are not. And then I guess as long as we hear the story, the idea is that everybody is going to get to hear the story. And one of the crazy things that um, that the fellow that um, Understanding Conspiracy talks about is the idea that abortions take place to slow down the rate at, at which people get the chance to be exposed to the Bible. Yeah, I heard him say that. Yeah, I never thought about that either. Like that, that the devil wants that to happen to slow down his, yeah. to lengthen and, and, and the amount of time he has that, here. Yeah, and what implies that there's only so many spirits born, and in Jewish tradition is that there is what's called a guff of souls. I, you know that only so many souls are going to be born, and that's it. Well, yeah, because I think he says in the Bible that he knew us from the foundation of the world. In one of the Psalms, it says that he knows all of us from the foundation. So from eternity past, you know how eternity can be forward and past. So, yeah, maybe that's true. I never thought about that. I don't think that we lived before, but I know that's like a, a philosophy. I think that we're... Well, the Bible, regardless of what we think, it's certainly the Bible does say that that those that don't take part in the first resurrection will take part in the second. Oh, yeah. So whether it hasn't, it may not have already taken place because we may still be waiting the second coming of Christ. I don't know. But it it doesn't seem, you know, I think a reading of the Bible is very clear to me that... um, that that generation was not going to pass. If the if the story is true at all, if we're going to take the Bible literally, then 
then that's what it's saying. And the reason I take the Bible seriously and as a real document is simply because it describes the earth how I think it is. It's got a dome over it. It's pressed out like clay under a seal. You know, and it doesn't move. There's no other book that says that. And the people that ran my education were determined to convince me that I was living on a spinning ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I do think he came back in, you know, in the 70 AD or after, somewhere around there. I'm a little bit, I don't I, I don't talk about this a lot of people, but I, I'm a little bit confused about who we are now. Like, are we from the people resurrected to get a second chance and we're their descendants? Like, we're born from them that came in, like, the 1800s or whatever, or, or like, are we well, like you were thinking? Are we? This is our. Is that our second round here on Earth? Like now? Yeah. So I, th- I think this is our second round. I think we just didn't get the message the first time, and I think we get a third chance on the Day of Judgment when we stand before. Yeah, the, the White Throne dungeon. That's what they call yeah. it, the White Throne. The very final for everyone. The final. And, and then if if you've heard the story and you make a choice, do you want to accept the the gift of Christ? Because without that, we're all filthy rags, according to the Bible. And so if we accept that if we accept that chance, then we've got three chances and that that kind of matches the three strikes and you're out thing, doesn't it? It's I guess I I just, you know, think those things tie in. Yeah, and he, he does have a lot of patience. So I could see him giving us a couple of chances. You know, and he, you know, because he loves us so much, he wants us to get it right. And he knows that some of us are stubborn and, you know, can't, don't get it. Exactly. All right. Well, well all right. Anyway, good Tim, night, guys. I, I, thank you for calling in, Diana. And Tim, thank You're you for welcome. the chance to reach out to people who might be like-minded. Obviously, I cannot thank you enough. Well, thank you guys. Highly yeah, controversial thanks. topic. Yeah, I don't mind it listening. I, I don't. I don't have much to contribute because you guys are smarter on this topic, so I let you go for it because uh, I really don't have anything to add. I'm just listening and learning. It's very esoteric, but you know, fakeologists can go there. And Diana, yeah. I, obviously, I have a debt of gratitude to you for putting me onto these incredible thinkers. Yeah, they're so young, too. It's amazing. I know. That's <laughs> scary, isn't it? You yeah. should do an audio with these guys. See if you can... Yeah, we should try and get them on. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you'd like them. You guys would like them. All right, Diana. Okay, well, so thanks so night. much. Good jo- night. Take care. Thanks, Diana. All the best, Bye-bye, Diana. Soon. Thank you, Frank. Bye. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. And take care, everybody. Don't forget, this is Value for Value. If you like the show, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. You pay whatever you think the show is worth. And thank you to the females, including Diana, who's a contributor, a donor, a caller. We really appreciate it. The females, if you go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate forward slash donors, look at all the females that have contributed lately. Christine. Uh, let me just update this page for you because I did update it. We have, uh, I think, Franny. I'm not sure if that's a male or a female, actually. But Christine, a couple times. Diana, thanks all you contributors. Thanks to the monthly contributors. I'm going to have to reach out to some of them to see if they want to come on the show. Mark Tokarski, Gibby, Curvy Sexpert Lady, 
All these people are donors. They're monthly donors. They set it and forget it. Really appreciate everybody uh, for keeping this value for value thing going. Really, really grateful. And uh, the donor box is really easy to donate. I had one guy call in today and uh, he wanted to send a PayPal, which is fine. PayPal is on the donate page too. But I told her that the donor box, donor box is the easiest way to donate. And uh, you don't even need an account. And of course, why not Bitcoin? Bitcoin is going through the moon right now. I know it's no epic cash, but uh, Bitcoin is going nuts. So uh, we also accept the Bitcoin. Okay, don't forget audio chat. Fake11.com forward slash discord. That'll get you on the audio chat. I just published while the show was going on. 11 hours of audio chatting this week. So check it out. There's a lot of stuff there. It's fun. It's fakeologist related and just about anything and everything else because most people that come here are very free thinkers and they have a very, very, very wide range of interests, but they are all off the beaten path and you won't be ridiculed or mocked for whatever you're saying for the most part. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you on the weekend. Sunday we'll be back with somebody. Maybe Tim Osmond. Maybe Mr. E. Maybe somebody new. We will see. Everybody have a great few days. And we'll see you on the audio chats because we'll be there. Take care. And good night. Good night.